Thanks for listening to the Healthy Church Podcast with Larry Barker and Drew Klein. The Healthy Church Podcast is an honest conversation about what it means to be part of a healthy church. There are no perfect churches because they're all filled with imperfect people led by imperfect leaders. But by God's grace, we can begin to dialogue about what changes can be made in our lives as leaders and in the churches we serve in order to better love God and His people. For more information and other resources, go to HealthyChurchPodcast.com. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for listening to the Healthy Church Podcast. My name is Drew Klein. I'm here with my friends Larry and Shelby Barker, and uh, so glad to have Shelby with us today, Larry. That's a pretty special guest. Anytime, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah, she. this is her second podcast. She's moving up in the world. She's a pro, man. Uh, well, we need her wisdom, and uh, so glad That's that she it. could join us today. Hey, listen, today is a special conversation about how the body of Christ can serve one another with the gifts that we have. And I just got to be honest with you and tell you, many, many people may already know, but I, I lost my mom uh, two weeks ago this past, two weeks ago this coming Sunday. And uh, of course, it's always a very difficult thing to lose your mom, but I can't imagine making it through this season apart from the body of Christ. And apart from people serving us, loving us, bringing us food, calls, texts, Facebook messages, has been so life-giving, I can't even begin to tell you. And so that's kind of our conversation today, right? How we can be the hands and feet of Jesus to love and serve our brothers and sisters in the church. Is that right? Yeah, Drew, it is. And you know, Shelby and I were there Thursday for your mom's service, and and it's just cool watching Believers loving on believers and and uh, just uh, caring and and uh, and it's just neat to watch. That's what it's about. That's what it ought to look like: encouraging, uplifting, and being there for one another. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, one of the things that we're we're told to do in in the church, I know James talks about this, is that we're to love all people, we're to serve all people, to care for all people, whether rich or poor, black or white, Democrat or Republican. And uh, sometimes we're human beings as pastors and leaders, and sometimes I know we let our preferences or our desires move us one way or another, but James is telling us, listen, just serve everybody. Just be willing to treat everybody with the same kind of respect and care. And and that's something I think that we have to learn to do in the church. Oh, I agree 100%. And, uh, you know, that's the whole idea. You were mentioning James, but Peter also brings it up. And he says, based on the gift each one has received, use it to serve others. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. God gave us natural gifts when we were born, spiritual gifts when we were born again. And uh, a big part of this podcast even comes out of another. I was listening to Tom and Sam Rayner, and uh, Tom was talking about, you know, uh, you should treat everyone equally the same in the church. And that's what you were saying about James. No place for favoritism. But the reality is sometimes need creates attention to the things that need attention mm-hmm. when they need attention. Yeah, no question. I mean, we're I'm proof of that in this great exactly. need that my family has had and the body of Christ stepped up in a tremendous way. And uh, man, we've never felt so loved. That's awesome. That's the way it's supposed to be. And, you know, people have different needs at different times and at different levels of intensity. And that's kind of why Shelby's here today. She's a registered nurse. 
And when I was thinking about how the body of Christ reacts to needs within its uh, fellowship and outside its fellowship, uh, I knew Shelby spoke of a uh, of different times of a code blue at the hospital when uh, someone is, uh, uh, you know, it can be a life threatening situation. Even their heart can stop and everybody's uh, rushing to that room. And, you know, when a code blue is going on at a hospital, if a person needs a diet coat two rooms down, that's going to wait <laughs> sure. uh, because the attention right then is upon that person. It just made me think of pastors who, uh, you know, everybody has needs, but sometimes certain needs in the example of your mom graduating to heaven, uh, your family needed special attention as we all have at different times. Mm -hmm. You know, I also think about the fact that we as pastors or leaders, or even just as believers, the need to look a little deeper than the surface, because, yes. you know, it's hard to, to receive it, even for us in this time, in this season, we didn't want to cause trouble for anybody. We didn't, you know, that's our, my normal reaction is hands up to stop. No, we're okay. We're fine. But the reality yeah. is I found in those first couple of days, we, we needed help and we had told yeah. people we, we don't need help. <laughs> and I'm thankful that the s several different people kind of didn't either hear that from us or whatever the case may be. And they brought food and stuff anyway, it's because they looked deeper than the surface and they knew that we had a need and they were going to serve us either way. And it's so important to look deeper than just maybe what externally people expect or want, you know? Yeah. And that's what we're seeing about through this pandemic and the yeah. COVID and, and all these servants. Um, I like what one of my men said at our church, his wife's an RN also. And we were just talking about the medical field and he said, Larry, they're just beat up right now. Oh man, they're just uh, been through so much and and seen a lot of death and seen a lot of pain, and it's so different, you know, because people are stepping into eternity and family can't even be with them. They're mm -hmm. having to Facebook and our FaceTime. I'm sorry, and uh, do different things. And so, I just wanted to us to talk a little bit about, you know, how are we going to serve these servants? And we as pastors, you know, we give and we give and we give. And you and I have talked a lot on here about you better take care of your own self also, that soul care and how important that is. Mm -hmm. And willing to admit, hey, I need a little help here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know that sometimes as pastors, we can go, well, here, I went to all these years of school. I did all these things and I'm picking up groceries for somebody or I'm helping in the food pantry or I'm taking something to you know somebody's house. And then you get that thought of, oh, wait, wait a second. Jesus washed the feet <laughs> of his wow. disciples. He was willing to humble himself to the greatest degree and wash the feet that he created. And uh, it's such a lesson about how to serve and shepherd in this season. Yeah, I was I was talking to a young pastor the other day, and he was wanting a little help for some people that were kind of challenged in an area. And I said, listen, in leadership, we ought to be willing to do anything, but we shouldn't have to do everything. Yeah, that's a good point. Very yeah, good point. team effort. But we ought to have that humbleness. Matter of fact, uh, Peter goes on in First Peter chapter five, and he talks about us being shepherds, and he talks about what not to do and how it ought to look. But then he talks about above all that we're to be examples. Mm -hmm. 
We're, and, and how can you lead if you're not showing that servant leadership and uh, that humility that we're, we're called to, that right there in 1 Peter 5, it's very clear. Everyone who is leading anyone is to be clothed in humility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't help but go back to that same example of Jesus on the ground washing the disciples' feet. And as he says, you know, uh, even in another place where he's talking about what leadership is going to look like for disciples, it's going to be yep. different among you, he says. You know, That's you're going to exactly. serve one another. It's not going to be the world's example of what a leader looks like. A leader uh, in the body of Christ as a shepherd is there to serve, not to lord over somebody else. Yeah, you know, a lot of theologians and commentaries say when he uses that imagery of clothed with humility, Peter, that he is looking back to John 13, watching Jesus wash his feet and the other disciples' feet. So I couldn't agree more. Yeah, you kind of wonder when the light bulb turned on for those guys. (laughs) Because they really didn't get it at first, did yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, this is an aside, but I think it's funny because even right before he ascends into heaven, they're like, you know, so now tell us when we're going to overthrow the, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, I'm not sure they ever got it until he was gone. And then the Holy Spirit maybe gave him some wisdom there. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm, I can Absolutely. be just as thick sometimes. Absolutely. No doubt about it, man. I, I don't look at it uh, pointing a judgmental finger at him. I, I look at it and go, thank you for being patient with me, Lord. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and uh, abs- exactly. Yeah, you were referring to that one verse. I love Matthew twenty twenty eight. The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. So what are we to be examples of? You've already made reference to it. We're to be examples of Christ. And what was his example to us? serve don't mm-hmm. be served absolutely i think even I even as parents yeah. we we get this lesson we can even teach our children this absolutely. type of humility and and show them what it means to serve them and i think that's such a beautiful picture of christ yeah it does been making reference and you brought up those times that he was teaching jesus to find the way of greatness is service mm-hmm. and uh i like what one author said true greatness is outward focused and others driven. And I just think that's huge. And I think all of us uh, as leaders need to be humble enough to get before the Lord and confess, are we truly outward focused and others driven? We not only need to teach that, we've got to demonstrate that. Yeah. So I thought it'd be cool if we talked about how to, how do we just demonstrate to our people and to our community, you just showed one way how your uh, church and friends have yeah. loved on your family right. during this time. Yeah, I have a good friend who pastors uh, Southland Baptist Church in Paducah, Kentucky, and I saw a post that he put on that they were going to go door to door around their church and see who needed help with their electric bill. So uh, they had some people donate and give some extra money, say, we want to be a blessing to our community. So they went door to door and they offered help to families on their power bill. I went, how cool is that? They helped over a hundred families and in the process, four people, four adults received Christ as their Lord and Savior. And all of that was just saying, hey, how do we get outside these walls? And how do we serve? And how do we bless? And, and that's something we need to be talking about. But not only those that we see as needy, 
But sometimes those who are the ones serving that we forget about yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Those on the front lines. Absolutely. Well, I'm I'm thinking about just this this thing that your friend did in Paducah. How simple is that, you know? Exactly. I mean, I just love the fact that they went, Hey, what's the way we can love our community? Well, it's actually just walk to the houses around our church. Yeah, it's so simple and I love it. And it's just it's just an easy way to connect, knock on doors. Hey, we're from the church here next door. Are you in a place where you need some help with that? Well, we we want to help. By the yeah. way, you know, this is we want to make much of Jesus, and uh, this is Him loving you to do that. I just I love that. That's awesome. But you're talking about not only serving the least of these, but also those who are doing some of the serving themselves. We need to care for them. Who exactly? Who are you speaking of? Like maybe in the community or other places. Absolutely. That we we sat around as a staff recently. We just had this very discussion. You know, who's out there that's serving on the front lines that we can be a blessing to? Our public officials. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, uh, my son is on the city council where he lives, and he's if they say wear a mask, he's got a group of people sending him hate mail and uh, calling him. And if they say don't wear a mask, he's got the other side attacking him. It's a no-win uh, situation right now for uh, city officials. And I know you have a pretty good uh, relationship with your mayor. Mm-hmm. And I think it starts there. What could we do? Just even a word of, of, uh, of encouragement to him. Let him know. Hey, we're praying for you. Right. Yeah, it wasn't long ago. You talk about our mayor here in Little Rock. Uh, I'm just thankful he was open enough with me to go, hey, here's my cell number. Text me if I can serve you. If I can. There was a mutual desire to serve, you know, and he's he's also served as a pastor, so he has kind of that heart as well. But, oh. you know, it wasn't long ago that there were some riots in Little Rock, and they found their way to his front door. And I saw it on the news. There were people riding at his outside his home and standing on the street and keeping them up all night. And uh, man, it just broke my heart for him. I just said, shot him a text. Absolutely. Hey, I'm praying for you. If I can serve you, if we can help you, it's, it's simple. Again, some of the most effective and important things that we can do in the name of Jesus really are very simple. It just takes obedience and intentionality to do them sometimes. You know, our good friend, Rob Hager, I have a great story on him, which we have a lot of stories on him, (laughs) but we won't share them. But uh, he went and saw the mayor where he planted there in Plano, Illinois, years ago and sat down with him and said, he said, uh, hey, I want to. And he said he could tell the mayor at first was just kind of chilly and mm-hmm. kind of reserved. And and uh, he said, well, what can I do for you today? And Rob said, no, I'm actually here to see what our church can do for this city. How can we serve? How can we help? And he said the mayor was just struck back and said, wait a minute, you're asking what you can do? He goes, I got to tell you in all my years, you're the first one hmm. to ever ask that. And I think that'd be great advice for pastors. So, you know, get a hold of your city officials. What can we do? And you know, and I know when that city has something going on, Jacob's Well is one of the first churches they're going to call because they know they can count on them for help. Yeah, I love that. I do too. That's quite a testimony. Yeah, that that sounds like Rob and Jacob's Well to me. They, they are Oh, it does. It does. I love it. Yeah. Public officials, but then what about your policemen and firemen and paramedics and uh-huh. EMTs? What about those first responders? Uh, and we have some of those in our church. So I just went to them and I said, hey, what could we do for you guys? And what would that look like? 
And then we move past that to medical personnel. That's kind of where we're focused right now. Uh, and uh, because of uh, the doctors and the nurses and the nurses' aides and the staff, and we've got people working in assisted living homes and nursing homes. And I got to tell you, every one of them I talk to, they're weary. Sure. They're very weary. Sure. Uh, we even made a list of everyone in our church that's that's in the medical field. And we're thinking, of, okay, what can we do to just go a little extra mile to say, you're thought of, you're loved. And I don't want to tell on the podcast what we're going to do because it's a surprise. But just sit around with your staff and think about, hey, what can you do? to bless these people, whether it's a gift certificate somewhere or uh, flowers or whatever it is, just think of a way to let them know, hey, you're, you're thought of, you're being prayed for, you, you are appreciated. And I just think it's very important during this time. No question. No question. When the, when the pandemic began, uh, we ask a, a few of our nurses. We ask one of uh, we ask a gentleman from our church that that restocked shelves in a grocery store. We, those these people who were were uh, on the front lines of of serving in the community. We just kind of did a little video, just saying, "Tell us what your experience has been like," and then we uh, just good. said, kind of just said thank you. So I think any kind of program, uh, video, a special kind of service to those kind of folks is great. Well, I know Shelby is a nurse, and I know that if and she can tell us this, but I think uh, the hospital that she serves at is now sp- specified as like a COVID nineteen specific kind of a place. But Shelby, I'd love to hear from you on kind of what's going on with you in this pandemic. And and I know you're going to share some of what you've had to walk through in this. Uh, Right now, the majority of our patients are COVID patients. Uh, We have the ability to open up other areas as as well to to, so that we can serve the people in the community who may not have COVID but need to to be in the hospital or have surgery. So gotcha. we're, We're just opening up as we can. Well, you know, what she wanted to do and uh, is she wrote uh, something just for herself and sent it to me for me to read. Had no intentions of utilizing it or, or getting it published or anything like that. So she's written down her thoughts. And so I've asked her and invited her today, Drew. She, I think she's just going to read this uh, because it'll complete her uh, thoughts on what so many nurses are going through. Great. So I'm just going to let her do that right now. Okay? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So like Larry said, I just did this for myself and wrote down a few thoughts like I do sometimes. And uh, I'm certainly not a writer by any means, but here we go. Multiple facets of our lives have changed for many of us in the past year. And we wonder if life will ever be the same again. For those of us in the medical field, 2020 has reshaped the way we deal with life and death. This isn't a discussion of COVID masks or vaccines, but just my thoughts on the harsh realities that I personally have had to face. I work in a small hospital in a small town. I know that what I've experienced doesn't begin to compare with the number of deaths, difficulties, fatigue, and shortages that the larger cities have had. Though on a smaller scale, our situation still has been heart-wrenching. The constant in my life has first been the Lord and his word. Then he's blessed me with a great support system and Larry, our family and fellow believers, I'll get random texts when I'm at work from family and friends to remind me that they're praying for me. I've had the privilege to pray with several of my patients during this time, but I'm thankful that I can always pray over them and for them and their families, even when they don't know that I'm doing it. 
I've had patients pass away in the 13 years I've been a nurse, and those deaths were difficult as well. But this season has been different. During normal times, multiple family members most likely were present to say goodbye to their loved one, holding their hand, praying, singing, and whispering sweet words, or gently stroking their brow. Now at the end of life, one person might be able to be by the bedside for a few minutes, but more often than not, FaceTime has been used. Families and staff will cry together. The funeral home representatives will come in with their gurney to take the deceased away. In our old normal, they will have had a nice blanket that perhaps has the monogram of their facility to cover the patient and wheel them discreetly away, but not so much now. I recently had my first experience in putting a person in a body bag for transport. The gentleman wasn't my patient. I knew nothing of him or his family. I was just helping another nurse friend and the funeral home transporter. It wasn't an easy task. As I was doing the final zip to close the bag, all I could see were his bare feet. I had to pause and I wondered, did those feet know Jesus? Did they walk with him? Then I had to close the bag. And I've realized that I'll never look at feet the same way again. I think that Drew is just a mouthful of what so many nurses and medical personnel are going through right now. And uh, of course her emotion, I got to be honest, when I read it the first time she sent it to me, my eyes just, you know, <laughs> welled up sure. and, uh, and uh, yeah, because, um, and she's got nurse friends that have told her, I'm just tired of watching people die. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's just a tough time. And that's why we need to uh, think about it. You know, I was thinking of uh, Zach Williams' new song, uh, Less Like Me. And, uh, and he says in there, I miss the moments right before my eyes. Somebody with a hurt that I could have helped. Somebody with a hand that I could have held. Mm. Wow. I just love that. Yeah, that's incredible. And that's what we're talking about. Who's that person that you can help right now? Whether it is the least of these or whether it's somebody you think, oh, that's a professional. Well, listen, those professionals are feeling it too. Mm -hmm. And they need, they need uh, they've got hurts. Uh, they've got broken hearts and uh, they've got um, a hand that needs to be held or a neck that needs to be hugged and, and you know how that felt to your family on Absolutely. Thursday, just, just, and yeah, COVID makes it <laughs> the six foot and all that stuff and everything, but just people showing up what that meant to your family uh, that, Hey, we care about you. We're here. You're not in this alone. And I think that's what medical personnel and all these other people need to know right now. We haven't forgotten you. Yeah. We're here for you. Well, in many ways, the medical professionals have shown us even as believers how to be intentionally uh, caring for other people. It's not about us. And that's one of the things they show us every day. I'm, I'm doing this not for me. I'm doing this for you. And yeah. man, we got a lot to learn from them. I, that was so special, Shelby. Thank you so much. Well, number one, for feeling and just the heart of Jesus in you to to see that moment, to, to not just uh, let it pass by as something you could do at any point as a nurse, because I know you guys face things 
that many of us can't imagine, but that you took that moment in and you allowed it to affect you and you allowed the Holy Spirit to use the difficulty of it and to think about his eternity, his family, and all those things. So thank you for feeling and then for sharing those feelings so that we could be with you in that and we could learn from you and and the Lord teach us something as a result of it. We are grateful for that and for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Amen. I agree 100%. And you know, Drew... I just want to say to the people listening, man, show a little more uh, grace with everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, your pastor needs a little more grace during these times. Uh, Everybody needs a little more grace during these times because they're so challenging. They're so unprecedented. Everybody's a little bit more on edge, Mm -hmm. but everybody still needs to know there's someone that's going to feel their hurt and uh, be there for them. And uh, nobody wants to feel they're alone. Nobody. No, no. That's absolutely a wonderful word, Larry. Is it okay if I, I'd love for us to just kind of close the program just by praying for these professionals absolutely. and for Shelby, for all the ones that we know that are doing this kind of work and, and that we as leaders would learn and learn to serve the way Jesus did. Amen. Please. Okay. Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for the chance to just to really realize, God, that you have given us giftings and you have given us hearts uh, to serve one another, that we we are incomplete without one another, that you've given uh, us gifts that will, will help someone in need. And if we are not intentional or caring or loving or Jesus-like enough, that we won't be looking for those people. So God, would you open our eyes, give us your eyes, give us your heart, help us to care with the way you care, God. Help us to be people who are sensitive to uh, needs around us. And God, thank you for these medical professionals, uh, these people who serve us day in, day out, um, first responders like Shelby, who who walk through such difficult moments, especially in this COVID-19 uh, situation. God, give them grace, heal their hearts, uh, be with them, give them courage. And I just thank you, God, that you gave us an opportunity to learn from that experience uh, today. Open our eyes, open our hearts, give us intentionality to care for somebody in need uh, the way you have so cared for us. Lord, we love you. Thank you for this time. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Everybody, thanks for listening today to the Healthy Church Podcast. It's been a pleasure to have Shelby Barker with us today, just kind of sharing some of her experience and and also just, again, talking, yes, a little bit about COVID and also uh, real needs that are just kind of needs we have to walk through all the time. My mom's death wasn't COVID-related, um, but it was uh, such a blessing to have people serving us and reminding me as a pastor how needed it was. One of the things, Larry, my wife and I couldn't help but think about is, I mean, I think we're pretty good with telling people, praying for people, telling them we're sorry, but man, we were convicted. And we just said, you know what? We we need to serve better than we have in the past. We need to love more and 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 do more. And so that's something that has affected us that we wouldn't have known apart from this experience. And so I'm just, I'm grateful for that. Hey guys, if you have a uh, program idea or you want to reach out to us, please check us out at healthychurchpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and we appreciate you uh, listening to the podcast and helping us out. Uh, God bless you guys in this difficult season. And may God give us the eyes and the heart to love those who need Jesus the most around us. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Healthy Church Podcast, sponsored by Activate, a church health ministry of the BMA. 
For more information, resources, and other related topics, please go to HealthyChurchPodcast.com or find us on Facebook at Healthy Church Podcast.